0: Trauma hurts us, but trauma does not define us. Come along with us on a self-help journey as we learn to heal and trust again. We'll share personal stories of childhood trauma and strategies to help you deal with toxic, narcissistic, manipulative, and addicted people in your life, including co-parenting with them. This is our time to speak our truths, come together, and move forward with love. Let's get it out in the open. This is Ash Outspoken. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Ash Outspoken. Um, I usually post on Wednesdays, but yesterday I tried to record like six times and I kept coughing and having to take a drink of water because my voice kept going out. So sorry for the delay, we're a day late, but I wanted to get this out today Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about narcissism. Today we're going to start kind of going down that road and I named this these two part this two-part like little series here three baby daddies because my third baby daddy um was the one that always was saying that to insulting me with that he would say well you got three kids with three different dads who's ever gonna want you kind of that stuff and that was really the basis of my relationship my relationship was um, really good and great at first. It was very loving and I was happy. And there were like some red flags, but not too much. And it wasn't until I was really sucked in and trapped by that narcissist is when the, his real true colors came out. And in that relationship, there was, you know, alcoholism, verbal abuse um, the insults, the he wouldn't leave he like he wouldn't let me break up with him after I told him I was going to. there's just a lot of really nasty things that happened. There was cheating scandal after cheating scandal, so it was after I had left that relationship and mind you i I want to say that I did it twice. I left one time, I ended up, it was so dramatic and crazy, I ended up having to get a restraining order, and then I was so, I missed, like, I felt so unworthy without him, I feel like unworthy is the right word, but just, like, unworthy, that I wanted to get back together with him, and I, we hung out, and everything was great, he promised he was gonna work on all these things. And I promised I was gonna work on things, and we got back together and I did that a lot for my child as well. but in typical fashion, nothing changed. in fact, everything got worse. That's when the cheating crap really started happening. I mean, like every week there was a new cheating scandal i it was just unbelievable to me, but once we broke up the second time, that was another whole drama fest. After we broke up the second time was when I really um, was having kind of a hard time because these type of people really build, they really deplete your self-worth. So you end up feeling like you know all these things are not true about you, but subconsciously you believe it. I would be going to work and it would take me hours to get ready to go to work like I would try to make my makeup perfect my hair perfect and all of that because I felt inside so unworthy to for anybody I felt it like in in my core I felt unworthy and a lot of that had to do with the things that he would say to me and it took a while um, after that And, you know, honestly, it really helps because there were multiple guys in my inbox blowing me up. And that was kind of like that really helps. So anybody that says like that's a bad thing, I think that personally, like for me, it was a good thing because it made me realize that all those things that were said to me were not true. Like I was a very dateable person, But anyways, after that relationship is when I really started um, looking into narcissism. I actually was on YouTube just trying to heal and figure things out and looking for ways to kind of get over this relationship or this lonely feeling that I was having. And I YouTubed toxic relationships. And that's when I came across narcissism. And watching people describe narcissism, it was just like I it was like a jaw-dropping moment. Cause I was just thinking, oh my God, that was the last four years of my life was dealing with a person exactly like this. And so that made me that also started me on this whole Ash Outspoken journey as well. Because I felt like they're very good at defining what these things are. But I didn't have real life examples of people saying, this is what my narcissist said to me. This is how they treated me. So that's why I wanted to kind of, you know, do this episode and talk about, you know, what a narcissist is, how they talk to you, how they throw insults, how they gaslight you and, and get it out in the open that it is so easy to fall into this trap. So I'm first going to start by defining narcissistic personality disorder. So this is a personality disorder. So just like borderline personality disorder, there is no cure. These people will not change. And I want to beat that in people's heads because you know how many times I sat there and I was like, God, if he would just change, if he would just stop drinking, if he would just stop cheating if he would just stop sitting up all night talking to people, I know that he could love me. I know he could be a good man. No, he is not going to change. That your parent, your sibling, your partner, your boss, your friend, your co-worker, any of them, they are not going to change. They may act like it, but deep down they are not going to change. So narcissistic personality disorder defined is a mental health condition in which people have unreasonably high sense of their own importance, meaning they want to be admired. A big part of this is they lack empathy and they have a strong desire for recognition and praise. So that's like that, that definition of narcissism, the big one, big, big one, I cannot stress enough is they lack empathy And every single, there are five different types of narcissism and every single one of them is the main, main thing is they do not have empathy. They do not know how to feel for other people. The five types of narcissism are overt, covert, antagonistic, communal, and malignant, malignant Sorry, it's a hard word to say. Is the most severe type, and like I said before, the chances are that you chances are you have come across people like this in your life. It's it's starting to get more popular. Um, more and pe- more and more people have it. Um, a lot of celebrities, bosses, co-workers, It's just really this like really self involved kind of personality. Um. When you get to the malignant, the most severe part or severe type, that is when you like really end up kind of suffering at the end of that, whatever relationship that is. Um, So uh, the main thing though, with a narcissist is they really do lack empathy and empathy. I'm going to define empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand and share feelings with others. So they they may try to act like that, but they really have no empathy. They may try to come off, but you can always kind of tell they just don't really give a shit about anybody but themselves. They're not gonna look at somebody that's crying over a breakup and like actually feel for them. They're just gonna be like, okay. And they just, they don't have that part. They just don't have it. Um, they act very entitled and they are very superficial. Meaning they care about their, their appearance, appearance or of those around them. So this is a classic thing that stuck out to me with my ex. And he's like that about our daughter. If anything, like if she has a scratch on her face or she... Um, my son, they were messing around or whatever. And she got hit her tooth, her front tooth on the seatbelt buckle. And, um, she, it like knocked her tooth kind of loose and then she wiggled it and wiggled it and wiggled it and it came out. Well, that caused trauma to the tooth next to it. So that eventually ended up coming loose. So she lost her two front teeth before she lost her two bottom teeth. And now her bottom teeth are gone because it's just her time to lose them. So right now she's walking around. She doesn't have her four front teeth. And he was so, like, affected by that and just, like, cares so much about how she comes off. If she's having trouble with any, like, reading or anything like that, it's just very, like, the, the expectation that she needs to be perfect and I see that on her already, where she's almost like changes her whole persona around him to act like she is, you know, a good child. A um, She doesn't act like she's six, pretty much. She acts way older than she is when she's around him because he demands perfection on that level because he thinks that that's a direct um, way that people look at him even though he's not doing most of the raising. I am. Anyways, um, they don't regulate emotions well. They they are prone to tantrums. Oh my gosh, I dealt with this so many times. Fits of anger, especially if they don't get their way. They are hypersensitive to criticism. So they will absolutely criticize anybody and everybody around them. But if anybody says anything to them, They are hypersensitive about it. They will, I mean, they will get angry. They will fight back. Like they cannot take it, but they absolutely can throw insults around like no tomorrow. Um, They also use a form of gaslighting. So gaslighting is another hard thing that a lot of people go through. And that's where you really get caught up and confused in these kind of relationships. So, gaslighting is like they deny your own reality. So, for example, they say something mean to you, they insult you, and days later you could say something about, you know, that really hurt my feelings. I was really, I really didn't like that you said that to me. And they would say, they'll say, I never said that. I didn't do that. And they are so adamant that they never said that to you, and you start to feel like you're going crazy another story that I want to tell, this happened to me. So this was, um, months after we had broke up, we got into an argument on the phone. Now, mind you, I had caught my ex red handed, cheating on me multiple times. I caught stuff in his phone. I caught him at another girl's house. I caught him, um, he admitted to it when he was caught red-handed he would admit to it and just you don't know, play it off like it was nothing but anyways i he was 100% busted cheating multiple times and months later we get into an argument on the phone and i was like i said something i can't remember exactly what i said but i was like i was like okay so all the times you cheated on me or something like that and he would go, i never cheated on you I literally, I have never wanted to reach through my phone and beat someone up so bad. I was like, are you kidding me? You never cheated on me? Are you, like, that is a classic example of gaslighting. They deny your own reality. You can be sitting in there with the proof right in front of their face and they will be like, I didn't do that. I didn't mean to do that. I never said that. That's the big thing with gaslighting. Um, So... Talking about that, I want to touch base base on these types of narcissism, and we're going to kind of go through and define them a little bit. So that overt, that first one, um, these types come across as very outgoing, arrogant, entitled, overbearing, having an exaggerated self image, needing to be praised and admired, competitive. And of course, the glue that holds all this together, they lack empathy. Um, So with the overt, there's like little, there's subtypes that go with that. But these are the main, main characteristics of a narcissist and how they act. Um, The first subtype of that overt is antagonistic which is all those personality traits that I just listed. But you can add arrogance, the tendency to take advantage of others. They are very prone to arguing and compete with others. And then the next one is communal. And they tend to become easily more and morally outraged, but they describe themselves as empathetic and generous. They react strongly to things they see as unfair They are about social power and self-importance. I would think of a communal narcissist would be like politician types. Those are the kinds of like the kinds of people in power or even like like religion and some of those people that are, you know, they get really um, angry if you don't think the exact same way they do. So that's kind of like that communal. And then my favorite to talk about, and my favorite to talk about, not because it's a good thing, but because it's so relatable and can explain a lot of, if you've ever come across a malignant narcissist, they are so classic in these symptoms or not symptoms, but signs where you're just like, yep, yep, yep. It checks off every single box. They do every single one of them. So that malignant narcissists is really the one that is the most harmful. They have all the personality traits of overt. So I'm going to go back through overt. They're outgoing, arrogant, entitled, overbearing, have that exaggerated self-image. They need praise and admirations, very competitive. They lack empathy. But then also with that malignant, they are very vindictive, they get enjoyment for other from others' pains. They are aggressive when interacting with other people. And they have like paranoia or a heightened worry about potential threats. So um I think of like kind of like some I can think of one person, but um some of these malignant um, narcissists, they get the get, getting enjoyment from other people's pain. So that could be like an example, a business owner sees another uh, restaurant failing or something like that. And they have no empathy towards them. And they just they're like, "Ha oh, ha! I got them. I got them. That kind of thing with that. Um, then we'll go back, we'll talk about the culvert a little bit. This is, um, the covert is different. It's not a subtype of the overt. So a covert is the opposite of all of them, except they too lack empathy. They have very low self-esteem, very defensive and insecure, and they almost have like that play the victim mentality all the time. We all know somebody like that, that they're the victim of everything kind of a thing. So that, those are all the types subtypes of narcissism but to put all these big words and info into perspective I want to kind of list off some of the narcissistic insults that have been thrown at me and because I just feel like it just is going to help people relate a little bit more. So after I had told my ex that I had PTSD I had lots of conversations with him about it. And that's what um, narcissists are really good at doing too. They figure you out. They're, they act like they are the most supportive and understanding people. They ask you all these deep these deep questions to try to get to know you. But then they're always using it, holding on to it to later throw it in your face somehow. So I had talked to him about, um, you know, PTSD and having those kind of symptoms what that was like for me and he would sit there and say like this is later months later he'd be like oh he'd be drunk he'd be like PTSD is bullshit and it just gives people the reason to whine and complain and he would just he would say stuff like that and I'd be like I told you very a very sensitive story about my life. And now you are totally downplaying it and saying that it's, it's not real and that it just gives people a reason to whine and complain. That's the kind of things that narcissism do. Narcissists do. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read some of these. I have them written down, but I just, they make me laugh at this point in my life. It's the, I didn't scream. I didn't yell at you last night. Like we had talked about before, um, I only cheated on you because you left me. That's another classic narcissist thing to say. This is a text message that I got from him one time. Abusive. LOL. Okay, my conversation on the phone today, that's a fucking abused up, abusive fucked up relationship. This shit is ridiculous. Look at someone with real problems, then tell them how fucking bad you got it, Ash. You'll get laughed out of town. Your attitude towards me is what gives me an attitude. Five-year-olds admit fault. I can just imagine him, like, screaming, saying this stuff. You fucked with the wrong one. I told you that. I'm not your bitch. I might try to fuck you out of desperation, but that's about it. That Those are all narcissistic insults that they say to you. And we'll go more and more into this in the future. We'll have other guests on that are going to talk about their stories, what has happened with them. And, you know, we'll all probably end up get a good laugh out of it at the end of the day. But, yes, narcissism. That's what it is. We're going to end the episode with that. But I want to hear from you all. So, send. I want everybody to, if you've been in these kind of relationships, I want to hear from you. I want to know, like, examples you have from these narcissistic relationships. I want to hear these things. So please, please, please go on the Ash Outspoken Facebook page or Instagram. Or you can email me at ashoutspoken at gmail.com. Let me know the things that you have you know kind of been through and we can we can talk about it. I am also really excited to announce that I am creating a online community where we are going to it's going to be great. We're an online community that's going to be centered around healing. We're going to have separate chat rooms about different topics and all this stuff is going to be really amazing. I'm excited for that to come out. But um I also wanted to to tell you that if you, I don't want to leave you empty handed by starting to talk about this narcissistic stuff and not giving you any resources yet. We're working on resources right now, but the resources to kind of dive into this. And I had come across this lady. Her name is Dr. Ramani. It's Dr. R-A-M-A-N-I. She has, she is an expert on narcissism. She's so good at explaining it. She is on YouTube. So if you um, search Dr. Romany on YouTube, all these videos will pop out. She also has a podcast. It's called Navigating Narcissism. So if you are interested in knowing more or need to know more, I highly suggest you go follow her, go subscribe, go listen. She is amazing. But that's about it. That's all I got for you this week. Now, I want you all, because this is what I do every single time when I do my podcast, I jam out to Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, and it's just like when you have been through one of these relationships, that song is so beautifully written and explains your feelings so well. So go jam out to that today and think about me while you're uh, jamming out. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Ash Outspoken. If you found value in this episode, please leave a rating and review. Remember that you are not alone on this healing journey. Follow Ashley on Facebook and Instagram at Ash Outspoken.